So you want to know the ins and outs of managing your money. Well, lucky for you, you're just in time for another episode of Master Your Finances with certified financial planner professional, Kurt Baker. Kurt and his panel of experts are here for you and will cover topics from a legal and personal standpoint. They'll discuss tax efficiency, liability, owning, managing, and saving your money, and more. Master Your Finances is underwritten in part by Certified Wealth Management and Investment and Rider University. Rider offers continuing studies programs for adults who need flexibility. Want to add new skills to your resume? Take a continuing studies course at Ryder University. Now, let's learn how we can better change our habits with Kurt Baker. Are you aware of the potential risks and challenges that your business could face if you were to experience unforeseen circumstances like death, incapacity, divorce, or the departure of a business partner? Len Garza, founder of Garza, will help you understand the importance of having a plan in place to address these events. Len, uh, you know, this is near and dear to my heart because, you know, I'm a planner and, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of times people are like, I wish I had, should have done, et cetera. Well, uh, we're here to tell you that do it right away and you'll be, you'll, you'll sleep better and you'll be much happier if something does happen because it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's more like, when is it going to happen and did you prepare, right? So that's, yeah. that's been my personal experience. No time like the present, Kurt. Thanks for having me. No time like the present. Exactly. Yeah. So let me let, give me a little background about like, how did you decide to be uh, your lawyer, of course. So right. um, what kind of drew you to this part of the law? Sure. So so I've been practicing for almost about 20 years, mostly in larger firms. And what I saw in larger firms also in my own circumstances are it wasn't so much the Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies that that needed help. There are plenty of law firms for 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 those for those companies. It was the uh, the family-owned businesses, the private businesses, the Main Street businesses that really were lacking for um, legal help. Didn't really know where to turn. Uh, and you know there are online free, low-cost um, legal forms or things. And you take your risks with those, like anything. You get what you pay for. But if you're actually looking to have a real life human being, you know, not AI, but real life human being that you can talk to and 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 help guide you through some of these uh, some of the traps for the unwary, a lot of traps for the unwary in the, this area. Uh, that's really where we fit in. So I've uh, been running my firm for this. We're in our fifth year, and I find it so much more gratifying um, because dealing directly with people face to face uh, is really gratifying to me and how I feel like I'm making a positive dent in the world and in these people's lives and families. Uh, it, much different than practicing kind of in the big uh, corporate type law firm, which is different, of course. Right. It's a different way of practicing, but this is much more human level, which I love. Yeah, I think we're on the same page there. It's a lot more fun to deal with the actual business owner, the actual parties that are involved directly because it, and, and that's it. And I think you point out something that's really, I think is very important that needs to be emphasized, especially when we talk about like any kind of advanced planning. I mean, you can get kind of the basics of what needs to occur by going online and doing research, which I would encourage people to do because you'll get an understanding of what's out there. But when it comes time to actually implement your own personal plan, there are nuances in there and laws do change and, and things right. have to do with like, are, are you in New Jersey? Do you plan on moving to Florida or Texas or Arizona or, you know, do you have where your family resides and where the assets need to flow. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could potentially trip you up that you don't really think about that aren't going to present to you uh, online, even with all this AI stuff, which is, isn't figured out anyway. Uh, it, it's much better um, to use the, you know, the human with the advanced technology together. Right. Now you have a, a product that actually addresses your particular needs much more effectively than trying to do on your own without having some kind of guiding person that really has the expertise in the background to do all this stuff. Absolutely. Well said, Kurt. And, you know, I, I play around. I experiment with AI as well and say, hey, well, what if I ask it this legal question? What 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 is it going to come out with? And, hey, I'm not going to lie, it's pretty good a lot of times. But pretty good is not enough when you need to know you need to have it right and the cost for having it wrong 
is uh, is massive, not even for yourself. It is for yourself, but we're talking about, because we primarily focus on businesses and business owners, we're talking about the business owner, your partners, if you have partners, your team, employee, and their families who depend on you, your own family, your own your own legacy. This isn't just some, I think the hardest thing about this is, is human nature looking far off into the future and you feel like, hey, that might as well be, you know, the year 3000, whatever. That's not right. the next week, not the next month, the next quarter, whatever. If it's not right in front of me, then this is where my attention is. And, and I get that. You have to be that way as a business owner. But it's this extra act of leadership to your people, to your family, all those that depend on you that people don't realize there's real exposure there. Whether you realize it's there or not right. is, is unfortunately, it's immaterial. The exposure is there. And if you do not turn your attention to it, it is the uh, ostrich in the sand mentality. Right. And, and of course, that's not a strategy. strategy. And you point out something that, that we discover on our side of the fence, too, is that, uh, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And so when you start going through somebody's personal life and, and what their needs are, whether it's financial or legal or, or accounting, it does all of these areas, they really just need to represent what their issues are, where they stand and what they want to have happen. Right. And then the professionals come in, typically there's a teamwork involved where you want to make sure you're addressing all the areas at this all together in concert. And, and, and you just really, and that, I think that's one thing that I find that a lot of business owners, especially where they have fairly complex situations, or maybe they feel they're simple to them, but you know, whatever the case is, they're like, I just don't have to deal with all that. Um, but they don't really have to deal with it. They just have to explain their situation um, in their terms. Let the people who have the expertise that know how to do it, they will pretty quickly get to the get to the you know the bottom line of what needs to happen um, with the input obviously from your side. And it's a it's a much it's not as painful as a process as people think it is. Right. And I I, I constantly hear the 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 thing that like, well, I wish I'd just done this sooner because now it's one less thing kind of sitting in the back of your mind that you know you should be doing yeah, and get it done. And, and I, and I, what I really saw this come to the surface was during COVID people actually started addressing these things. Yes. And they weren't doing it before because they were, Oh, I have to go to work every day and et cetera, et cetera. Well now, Oh, I have time. Let me start working on some of this stuff. And so right. many people came back and said, wow, I wish I'd done this a while ago. Thank goodness I did, because I found out all these things that I should have been doing dealing with, right? Sure. Yeah. And one of my favorite things to, to say is, you know, like you just said, the unknown unknowns, right? right? There's so many out here. And if I were to recommend one thing, it's it's to business owners, whoever you're talking to, make sure they're talking to each other, their advisors, right? You have your financial advisor, wealth manager, make sure they're talking to your accountant, mm -hmm. make sure your accountant's talking to your lawyer, just make sure everybody's talking to each other because, you know, that's, it's something I really put a lot, a lot of intention on now since going off mm -hmm. on my own. When I worked for larger law firms, that wasn't always a given. And maybe, right. maybe if you're a business owner listening to this, you think, well, yeah, of course, Len, of, of course the advisors talk like that. Uh, they do not. They do not. And yep. it is it may be shocking to you. Uh, I, I think it was still somewhat shocking to me how much uh, this occurred or how little the 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 cooperation amongst advisor occurs. And what, why does it not happen? Well, for a variety of reasons. People are busy. People tend to tend to be tunnel visioned. A lot of advisors, lawyers, CPAs, uh, others, uh, the same way. So it's not necessarily intentional with some of them. Right. You know, it may be intentional. They think, oh, I, I know everything and you can get everything under one roof. My experience with dealing people with businesses in the best situations, the clients and the businesses that are happiest is, is you really have a situation where it's like your outside board of advisors, right? You have your right. wealth manager talking to your attorney, talking to your CPA, because there are things that I look at from, from a legal perspective that I unwind, ownership of various entities, and it gets very technical. That's where I focus on. That's where my passion is going. Uh, I can't be ignorant of, of tax issues and overall financial issues, uh, but I, I really don't go in the weeds there. That's something where, you know, Kurt, we talk about these things or, or tax strategists, CPAs, and I know where to go find the, the, the specialists, much like you know, you go to a general practitioner doctor and they say, look, there, there's more specific things. I'm going to recommend this specialist or refer you to this. It's much, much like that. The world and business is too complex 
to have everything go under one roof of one advisor. That, that looks great in the movies, but that's not real life if you want to do it right. And one thing I noticed pretty early in my career was that, as you point out, that one, they, you have to have all these advisors in place to take care of each piece of it, whether it's legal or accounting or insurance or wealth management, whatever, wealth management. But the part that we've seen developing, and I know more and more advisors are doing this and, and professionals are doing this, where they're working together because those are the, the ultra wealthy, you know, the $250 million and above family. They have, they have family office where they literally hire different people to do different jobs, and that's literally that's their job. Right. And then you have the people just starting off where they really – don't do that. But then you have a huge section of people, which is most of your small business owners, where they don't need a full family office. Or they can't afford a full family office. But you can work on what we call like a virtual family office, where you actually give permission for these different professionals to have conversations with each other. Because prior to that, they would just say, oh, well, you know, go talk to this person for insurance, go talk to that person for accounting, go talk to that person for legal, that, you know, whatever. But they're not necessarily talking to each other. Right. And, that, and that's an issue that that the the business owner or, or the the principal the client really doesn't have um doesn't want to first of all have the expertise in that area but right. when they talk to each other they actually bring up legitimate issues that along with the client being involved of course but you, you get a much better um result when you have all the experts actually actually having the conversation together because there's a lot more clarity in what's really going on right and they, and they help each other do a better job at each one of their jobs, I think. That's what I've it, seen, at least. It, I totally agree. And, and it's a mindset, right? It's right. a mindset of the advisors and of of the the business owner to want to go that direction. Right. Because if you have one business owner or, or one advisor or two advisors that isn't on board with that approach or doesn't really care right. about it, very easily falls apart. It just, it just the communication doesn't happen. Right. Uh, I wish it happened a lot more in things I'm dealing with, but, but yeah. things stand in the way. Communication's key. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Master Your Finances. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at C cwmi.us that's cwmi.us this is master your finances with kurt baker certified financial planner professional learn about tax efficiency liability owning managing and saving your money and more from kurt and his experienced panel of guests master your finances is underwritten in part by certified wealth management and investment and rider university rider university offers flexible education for adult learners for more information it's rider.edu slash next step welcome back you're listening to master finances i'm here with len garza and we're talking about the value of the legal side of estate planning. So uh, let's just get into that a little bit. And Len, you deal primarily with business owners, which is uh, primarily where my expertise is as well, which is really cool. Um, so to all the small business owners out there, I think at least been my experience is they're so ingrained, they're so involved in the business, they kind of start forgetting about some of the legal aspects that aren't part of their profitability and revenue generation and handling their employees and all these other things that are kind of the day-to-day -day things that right. go into being a business owner. But this uh, this is an extremely important portion that occasionally people get bit by it, where they don't do the planning and something occurs and, and now the family is struggling because they have all they have this business, these assets, and, and they don't they don't know how to manage it, right? I mean, it's, it's kind of sure. a big mess as far as how things are held. So how, how would you encourage a business owner to say, hey, I need to kind of put move this up the priority list so that I can get it off my plate? And where would they start? Yeah, it's not yeah. too painful. Well, kind of, kind of add, to add, 
the, the biggest enemy in this uh, for us all is procrastination putting it off, putting it off, things there at their time. So if I can start just kind of with a short story of something that happened, there was um, uh, a colleague of mine was dealing with um, uh, a client where the, the wife had, had come to him and, and uh, her husband uh, had passed away, was a business owner uh, with a partner. And he and the partner, they're the manufacturing uh, company, regional manufacturer, uh, and they were like local celebrities in the community, uh, really gave back to the community, family business, first generation, uh, really took care of their people, just really had a, had a strong relationship with, with, with people and really ran things what I'd call the right way, uh, but did not have any type of planning in place like this. So one of the uh, business owners, her husband, had passed away suddenly, um, heart attack, didn't have any type of planning. And uh, well, he did, he had a will, but as we talk about a will, certain people think that uh, a will is the be all end all, it's enough. And once I have a will, I'm all set. But there's a lot of the education process that we go through uh, to explain to them where there is exposure. So one of the first things we do, Kurt, in talking to people is to have that education session, right? We have in, in uh, uh, we don't just crank out documents. Right. We don't you know, some people think they come in and say, oh, well, I don't have any documents, meaning I don't have a will or, oh, I, or our, our business doesn't have a document. I need a, you know, a partnership agreement. Maybe I have a free online template I got. But we want to we want to get something in place. And and rather than just crank out a, a, a document or agreement that maybe that they think, oh, this will all be done in two weeks. You know, it's just yeah. a just a set and forget it thing. Um I inform them and educate them at the outset. Well, really, the document is the end deliverable, and the focus uh, is not on the document. You're going to get that. Don't worry about that. The focus and the most important thing is all the planning, the questioning, the surfacing of issues uh, with you and your business and what you want, what you want to have happen in these hypotheticals, which I lead you through. Because I see uh, exposures in, in the way these hypotheticals, the way they've played out in the past, and I can guide you through asking the right questions. What do you want to happen in this instance? What do you want to ha have happen if you or your partner uh, becomes disabled, incapacitated, has a stroke, all of a sudden they can't come in? Uh, do you want to pay them out a certain point? Do you want to allow them to stay on? How long? Do you want to have disability insurance that can come in and help, or do you want to just pay that all out of the company cash flows if you can? Uh, that Something like that can really put a strain on the business where it's, it's a real type of black swan event if you've never gone through that planning and have any type of mechanisms in place. You know, there's so many ways to go with this, Kurt, and, and I can really kind of go off on a tangent and go deep about certain things, but yeah. uh, I want to, you know, uh, let me just go ahead and, and stop there and say, you know, this is not for the business owners to think, I have to do my own research and go through it, go through it all myself. This right. is where part of that process, we walk through and we go through that. And of course, in the end, that's memorialized in an agreement, mm -hmm. but that's later, that's down the road. The most important thing is this really getting that peace of mind that you have a plan for these things versus right. it being ostrich with the head in the sand. And I, and, I, and I try to talk in like the business person's terms because I, I mean, one of the things I, I hear a lot is like, well, I have, like you said, I have a will, you're all taken care of. And, and, and as you know, that's kind of that, it, it, to me, that's like the last document. So one like, in case I didn't missed it somewhere else in all our documents, this is kind of catching the rest of it. Whereas a lot of people think, well, that's the first thing you do and that's the main thing you do. And, and actually it's really not. That's like in case something changed or got missed or some of these other documents you did didn't like figure it out. Right. Now this is my will. This is what I really wanted to have happen. Maybe I didn't actually do it, but this is my intent. Right. And so you look at it that way. And another thing that I've, I've started talking to, especially business owners about is like, you know, we talk in trusts and this kind of trust and that kind of trust and these, these shelters and blah, blah, blah. I say, look, you're just making a contract with your partner and your family. And we're and these are, don't worry about the names of these documents. These are just contracts. These are just what you. This is what's actually going to happen based on the contract that you set up right. with whoever you're trying to to, to work with, because they deal with contracts all the time. Many of these business owners. So I try to I try to equate it to something like that. So wouldn't you have a contract for what you want to have happen to your family? Wouldn't you want to write that down and and make sure it's clear about exactly what steps you want to have occur? 
should anything happen in these different circumstances? Wouldn't you do that with one of your vendors? Wouldn't you do that with one of the other people you're dealing with? And, and if you talk to them that way, I found that like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I should set up a contract for this. I should do all the things necessary. Because we talk in our own like terms, right? So I'm right. like, you know, and you could confuse the heck out of them. I even get confused when I'm reading some of the literature that comes through, like some of the stuff that comes out, you know? Right. And you're like, you know, this kind of interest. I'm like, oh, wait, you know, I got you to like really read it carefully to make sure you understand exactly. But but it's basically you're just creating all this paperwork that's really different contracts. Right. To make different things happen at different points in time. And I found that they seem to understand it that way. That's just yeah. kind of what I've seen. I think I should try explaining it that way, <laughs> Kurt. That's a great idea because you're exactly right, right? You know, so so we've been talking about estate planning primarily, but a, a large part of what I do is help on the business side, help them with right. all types of contracts, service yep. contracts, things like that. And for me, uh, that's what makes working with trusts and all these other mechanisms. Uh, they're very much the same. Whereas out, out in the world, out in the legal world, they're looked at as two different specialties, two different lawyers or divisions, the law firm handle them. Not for me. For me, right. they're, they're, they're very cohesive when you work together like this. And you're exactly right. It's designed to give uh, a certainty as to what your intent is. And at the end of the day, that's really why I do what I do because it's all about relationships. Business Absolutely. to me, business, life, everything is all about relationships. Once you once you get past the handshake and the like stage, hey, we want to work together. We want to have some type of a relationship. Where do you go from there? Well, if you want to make sure to, to, to protect it for both of you, make sure you're talking apples to apples. You know, memory fades. I say one thing, you may have heard the other. There's no malintention behind that, but things, a lot of things are going on. I, you know, I tell my wife when uh, she's like, well, you know, when our daughter's upcoming recital is, I was like, you know what? I know you told me, but it was like in one ear and out the other. I, you know, that that's kind of the role I play in my house. And she, she rolls her eyes. But I say, look, if it's if it's related to to work or client work or something, I remember it, you right. know, steel trap, you know, but right. when it's anything, when it, if it's anything outside of work, not saying it's unimportant, definitely not. That's a good way for me to get into a fight uh -oh. uh, at home. But, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I may have just gotten in my fight, uh, my way into a fight anyway, unknowingly. You see, you see what I do to myself, Kurt. So well, your wife's uh, also a business owner, so she at exactly. least has some understanding, right? She'll, exactly. She can empathize with you a little bit. Yeah. There. Yeah. So so it's really. It is um, it's that protection where where and business owners understand this. There's there's a different thing between when you're talking to somebody, whether it being on the phone, but things become real when you put them in writing, right. whether it's an email and you bullet point out, hey, this is what we discussed. This is the compensation. Right. This is this is the term, how long we're going to work for each other, how long this is. Once it starts getting spelled out, it's like, whoa, these are is that really the number mm -hmm. I want? Is that or, or do I or did we say something different? And definitely when you put it into a contract. So when you put it into a contract, if, if you're unsure of what type of, you know, something goes sideways in the future, or there may be a dispute, you think, you, you know, the other uh, thing that you've talked about with your partner, uh, oh, I don't know if I remember that being our arrangement, rather than getting into a blow up fight, isn't it better to pull out the contract and say, right. you know what, oh, okay, I, I had that wrong. Or maybe you have it right, but at least you know going in better than, than not having a having a memory that just kind of fades away. Right, it, it, and it also helps you get focus and clarity on what you actually want to have happen. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I'll, I'll let them worry about that stuff, which, which like terrifies me when I hear that. They go, uh, you know, because that's the worst person to have do it is your heirs or your partner or somebody else. You need to participate in the conversation because you want the result to be as, as ideal as possible Right. And you being a principal in the business and a principal in your family, you have input into that decision making process, because once you do it, everybody's going to feel much clearer because a lot of times people are le literally left in the dark about what's happening, especially if you have one person who's a business owner and a spouse who's not a business owner. Just well, I just know that person takes care of everything and the lights stay on and the kids, yeah. you know, school's paid for and I'm living a happy life. I don't really care how it works necessarily, but I but. You have to have some participation 
in case something happens, so you at least know where to go and what levers to pull to, to move on to the next step. And I, I definitely want to talk about more about that, but we're going to have a quick break. You're listening to Master Your Finances. Master Your Finances on 107.7 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's CWMI. US. This is Master Your Finances with Kurt Baker, Certified Financial Planner Professional. Learn about tax efficiency, liability, owning, managing, and saving your money, and more from Kurt and his experienced panel of guests. Master Your Finances is underwritten in part by Certified Wealth Management and Investment and Rider University. Rider University offers flexible education for adult learners. For more information, it's rider.edu slash next step. Welcome back. You're listening to Master Your Finances. And uh, I know, Len, you brought up before that, that procrastination thing. And um, to, us, to me, that's a problem. And I know to you, that's a problem, too, because sometimes people come to you kind of, unfortunately, after the fact, when right. something actually occurs like that, that uh, person, I think you say it was in manufacturing or and, right. and it's hard to fix things afterwards. I mean, things can be done, but it's a right. lot harder after the fact than it is if you do the simple things ahead of time and have those conversations and, and that to me, that's one of the keys, especially as the business owner, you, you really have a responsibility to your partners and to your family to be very clear about what you feel is the best vision and have a conversation with them in case there's some modification to that, but you definitely have to have input. And if you don't get involved in this process sooner rather than later, you're not going to be. And another thing that people forget, it's just like a contract. You can always amend it if you change your mind later. And that's a very simple process. Do you want to talk a little bit about like how we get them to act maybe like before April 15th or March 15th, depending on what their personal deadlines are? Absolutely. Just like they need to do with their estate plan, their taxes. They need to do that with their estate planning, set a deadline and go do something. Right. If they haven't already. Well, I think, you know, we were mentioning, uh, you know, between the between the calls, Kurt, is that one of the most difficult things is you don't know when the deadline is, you right. know, when. Uh, it's not an April 15th. It's not a, right. you know, when are any of us going to gonna pass away or a black swan event's going to happen or, or even something that, uh, that maybe we know about or the partner knows about. Things like uh, our own divorce or, oh, I want to leave the business. I decided I want to do something else with my life. Um, go ahead and pay me out my share. Well, it, well if, if that hasn't been planned out and I think my share is of a business uh, just throwing out numbers two million and my, my partner says uh, I don't know how you got that uh, you know the most it would go out in my head is five hundred thousand if even that right where are these numbers coming from right. how do we even determine that well if things have gone sideways in the relationship uh, is it more difficult to come to an agreement when you're already uh, frustrated or angry with somebody else versus when you're on good terms uh, you know, it becomes exponentially harder when you're on bad terms and more expensive uh, right. because if all of you hire lawyers at that point and it becomes a fight, uh, can get very expensive. So I say um, as soon as possible, you know, make, make it make it now, make it. And it's not even getting the planning done. Get to talking to your advisor, get to talking to somebody and schedule that call. Right. And then they'll take you through. Uh, they'll take you through what to do. You don't have to know what steps you need to take to protect the continuity of your business. Uh, you don't have to know uh, how a will um, does not adequately protect your business and could provide you a false sense of confidence in thinking your business is protected. Uh, and how, biz as a business owner, you actually need more. 
Uh, and you don't have to know, but that's what you have other advisors for. That's what I do. That's what, if you are already working with an attorney, talk to them about, right? And, and, and that's what they're there for. That's to, to help guide you through those things, right? And, and uh, so you can focus on, keep focusing on what you do best, best, your own business, your family. And that's why it's so important to have advisors to go through that can help help take that load off, you know, as business owners, you know, I'm a business owner myself, you too, Kurt, it's, uh, uh, wearing so many hats, so many hats, right. And sometimes you have to wear multiple hats. I get it. I I've been there or I am there with some things, but when you realize I'm not really the best person for this hat and somebody else should be wearing it, uh, to make that decision is a true decision in my mind of leadership of saying, look, uh, you know, you can do you can do everything, uh, a lot of different things, but you can't do all things all yourself. And this is one of those things. Get asked for help, which I think yeah. is hard for definitely hard for for me growing out of. But I think a lot of business owners realizing, hey, I need to ask with help for this, and that's okay. That's how I protect the people I care about most. Yeah, I, I heard two very important points there. Uh, one, we went over fairly quickly, which is whenever you're starting a business, especially with partners. It is always start the business with the exit in mind, even if it's just yourself. And you can back into that. It'll make things much clearer about what the intent of starting the business, what you plan on doing with it, how you plan on exiting it. Now, again, you can change these things as time goes on, but you need to have a plan for, for what your vision is of how this business will operate when it's up and running with your partners and how if we decide to sell or buy each other out, how that formula is going to be done. And you can help. Advisors can help with that process if you're not sure how to do it. Um, and, and the other is, is really just about, you know, plan, planning it out. So um, you are using your highest and best use. Like, what is your area of genius? What do you do that nobody else can do? Because you can, for a few dollars relative to your personal experience and your personal brand and who you are as an individual inside of your own business, like, what is your piece? You can hire 20, 30, 40 years worth of experience for literally hundreds of dollars an hour. You can't live long enough to gain all that experience. It's much more cost effective to hire it out and focus on where your highest and best use is because you can generate more business and more income. And easily, if you really think about it honestly, if you spend that extra couple of hours that you're doing spending on this research, which you need to have some understanding of what's happening, obviously. But once you get to the point of understanding a concept so you can communicate with the other professionals, at that point, you just bring them in and they can guide you uh, and assist you. But if you spend more than that, you're going to you're losing money. You're literally right. losing money and it's not necessary. And you really should be spending that time either doing what you do well or educating yourself on being better at what you do well, as opposed to learning somebody else's job. It doesn't serve you long term. Right. Right. Boy, we could we could have a whole day talking just about this. I love this. We're quite know. a day, but we have a little, and, and, well, I, and, Oh, I thought I thought this was going to be a multi-segment here. Uh, have dinner was, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Uh, but anyway, exactly what you said. And, and what I hear is uh, but, but they can't do I'm they can't do this as well as me. They, they can't this. If I bring somebody in, they're not going to be able to have to do that. Well, do you like that? Do you like doing it or is it your passion to do that? If it's your passion, then okay, do that. If it's your passion to run spreadsheets and whatever you're doing in your business, if it's your passion to focus on, on, uh, on, on doing the books for your business, by the way, I don't think I've run across one person that, that that's their passion, but I'm just giving you an example. Yeah. Bookkeeping the, is the first thing I get rid of. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I, I think it was in a book by uh, Dan Martell that I read where he's like, him. you don't, you don't have to do it. 80%. If they yep. can do 80% of what you do, 80% is awesome. So Buy get, back your time, right? That's exactly it, which is I highly recommend. <laughs> I love it. Great, it's a great, great book because it gets you into a mentality, if you're not there of already, of how you have to think to not only grow your business, but to just to have to have peace and sanity and actually actually be happy and fulfilled running your business. You know, there are many businesses owner, owners out there who are slaves to their business and they don't feel like they can, can look up and get out of it. Uh, and a lot of the strategies, a lot of things that we're talking about, Kurt, obviously, is this is part of that. Uh, and and this this is all holistic. There are a lot of, of different areas here, but but the philosophy runs through. 
get help with this stuff. That's not your core competency. Hey, if you want to go research on the internet and things, yeah, that's fine. There's a lot of stuff out there. But once you're looking at getting customized, right. uh, that's where um, the research tends to fall apart and get a lot harder because it's like, well, what about how does this work for my situation? I understand. I seem to understand. I'm sophisticated. I, I uh, a live a revocable living trust or an irrevocable trust or a real estate trust. Okay. That sounds like what I would need, but what if I have properties, I have an investment property in two different States. Is that could, do I need to trust? Does that help? I can't find that anywhere. And right. by the way, I've spent all morning on a Saturday researching this. Like what? Wait a minute. Is this what I want to be doing? There's so many areas where that can come into play. And as a business owner, you don't have time. You don't have time for that. What's right. the true value of your time? And as you know, if you've been running business any amount of time, time, not money, time is your most valuable resource. Right. That's finite. Money is important. You need money. It's a lifeblood of business. But time, we all have finite time, right? So if you can use others, hire others to handle these other things and just max it out on your zone of genius, right? right. And what if you spent those couple of hours actually doing something related to what you do well? I'm sure you would have generated far more income for yourself, your business, your family, than the cost of whoever that expert might have been to bring in and just solve the problem for you relatively quickly and relatively painlessly and much faster and cheaper than you taking all that time in there. And I think, I mean, honestly, I think, and you mentioned it yourself, I think we all, I've had the same issue. So I want to be, you know, we have to be open about this. I have the same issue where you want to do it all. You're like, I can do this. I know I'm, I can do math. I can do this. I can do that. All these jobs in theory you could do probably. Right. But the question is, is that really the best use of your time? I know how to mow my lawn just fine. Right. But I don't do that anymore because it takes me a couple of hours and I'd be better off, if not working on my job, recovering, re relaxing, re rejuvenating, you know, doing things I love to do. So that then on Monday morning, I'm going to be excited about going to work and helping my clients and serving my clients. You want to you have to remember that you have to add that part to your life because otherwise you're going to wear yourself down if you don't have that enjoyment side of it and that rest and relaxation yeah. side of it. Boy, that's so important what you what you just said, Kurt. And it took me a while to get to that point that not mowing your lawn, not doing this other thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can mean doing your zone of genius, but it doesn't have to mean that it can mean resting right. <laughs> and often does in my situation. And I'm the same way with you, Kurt. It's like I, I'm not saying, you know, directing, hey, this is what you should do. I'm talking to myself here. Right. You know, this this is this is not just something like, hey, I can understand it on an intellectual level uh, uh, area of genius. I got it. No, it is a I, I get out of balance with that mm -hmm. frequently. And I have to say Am I doing my area of genius, my highest of best use here? A lot of times the answer is no, transparently. Right. Many right? times it's no. But, but just, the, just the putting recognition on that for myself allows me to try to do the right thing for, for my long-term goal, for my, for my family, you know, business, everything, right? But if I don't even know that's a thing to shoot for, I'm in the weeds all day, every day, and feel trapped after years. Yep. How, how did I get in this situation? I created my own my own prison, this business. I, this was my dream. What happened? You know? right, we're going to get you out of prison, but first we're going to take a quick break, all right? You're listening to Master Your Finances. Master Your Finances on 1077 The Bronx is underwritten by Certified Wealth Management and Investment Princeton. In a society that runs on money, you need to know and understand what's happening with yours. Certified Wealth Management and Investment will guide you on the path to financial well-being and show you how to make your money work for you. Kurt Baker, a certified financial planner professional, will work with you to establish a detailed goal-based plan that will accommodate your financial needs and exceed your financial expectations. Kurt will also help you navigate the often confusing world of retirement, Medicare, insurance, and more. CWMI is a registered investment advisory company focused on personal financial planning, as well as small business planning, estate planning, and several other fee-based and non-fee-based services. For more information on how to reach your financial peace of mind with certified wealth management and investment by phone, it's 609-716-4700 or online at cwmi.us. That's cwmi.us. 
www.mastyourfinances.us. This is Master Your Finances with Kurt Baker, certified financial planner professional. Learn about tax efficiency, liability, owning, managing, and saving your money and more from Kurt and his experienced panel of guests. Master Your Finances is underwritten in part by Certified Wealth Management and Investment and Rider University. Rider University offers flexible education for adult learners. For more information, it's rider.edu slash next step. All right, welcome back. You'll listen to Master Your Finances. Uh, when we left, we had, Len was in uh, his personal jail there. We got to get him out. So he- <laughs> Yeah, I, any, help me out here, Kurt. I, yeah, you're please. good. You're good. No, it's important to really structure your life in a way that really allows you to do what your highest and best use is your area of genius. You get a lot more joy out of it, gives you energy. You need to right. do things that give you energy and hand off the things that don't give you energy, even if you're good at it. And I learned that a while ago. And I'm and I it's still a struggle, frankly, but you keep bouncing it back. Now I get actually a little upset with myself if I'm if I start doing things I know I shouldn't be doing. Right. And and I think when you start really getting that focus down. It'll eventually take traction, um, but it does take some effort and it does take some time to start handing these off and, and get rid of them and only doing those things that give you energy, give you joy, and actually because you'll add value, you want to come in and do it. So now for the business owners that we've been talking about, why don't we get down into a little bit because I know that all of us as business owners at some level have always struggled with doing this advanced planning and making sure that everything is done the way we wanted to get it on. I mean, I'm sure they think about it occasionally off and on. Right. but to actually take action and move in the right direction. So what are some basic things these our business owner friends out there should be doing just to get started? And then eventually, if you get the ball rolling, hopefully they finish the whole thing out. Right. And then things will be much better for them and their families. Right, right. So, so I think uh, one of the key ways to look at this is what are the threats? What do we want to protect against? And you'll, you know, we, we talk about it a lot in estate planning advisor circles, right? The, the four D's, sometimes there are five D's and we're talking about something like this happened to you or a partner that are, that are existential threats that could sink your business, right? So death, if you die, right? The, the ship has no captain. What happens, right? Disability, right? Again, basically the ship has no captain. What happens? Uh, divorce. This is one that that surprises some people. Well, what is my what, that divorce? That's kind of a personal issue. What does that mm-hmm. have to do with uh, my business? Well, a lot actually, because you may not know the way things get split. You know, this is where the the intersection of business and personal. Uh, while while we or some people you may think of it as separate things. Oh, I like to keep biz- business and and personal separate. That's not the way the law looks at it. Not New Jersey. And no, no, you're right. And, and it, they put it all into one pot. Uh, your business is just the same as your bank or savings account, the same as your stocks or IRAs, 401ks. It all goes into a pot and it gets split, right? So if you don't have a plan, uh, the there's good news and bad news if you don't have a written plan. The good news is you actually do have a plan. Uh, the bad news is State it's the state's, state's plan. plan. <laughs> the state's plan, right. Uh, and it's not the plan you they want. They don't know you very well, frankly. They <laughs> don't know you very well. Uh, uh, Congress people right. from decades, years ago, uh, that have no idea about you, your family, idiosyncrasies of, uh, you know, your own family quirks that, you know, there's a brother or sister-in-law you can't stand that only sticks their head up when money's involved and haven't talked oh. to you forever. That they long-lost relative. Right. Long-lost <laughs> relative that I've never heard of them, but all of a sudden they're, you know, they're, they may have a claim to the money. You know, these things, these things happen, uh, money and human nature. Um, they, they bring things out of people. So uh, if you don't have a plan, it is uh, go to your uh, local law library and open up the creaky books and some statute is going to say, uh, yeah, your whole family, your situation fits into this round hole. And uh, typically the way this round hole happens is, uh, well, we don't know. You're not, you can't figure it out over yourself. So you go to a court to figure it out. Uh, and that's always a messy and expensive process. If you've ever been through court, or even if you've never been through court, I tell people, if you've never been through court before, just think of what it's like going to your local DMV or motor vehicle department or any government agency like that. Uh, and 
you get in line. You get in line. The 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 people there that work there are are just overwhelmed with paperwork. Yeah, way and over. Yeah, way, way under capacity. I mean, they don't have enough capacity. Way, to they don't have enough capacity, sure. and yeah. and COVID. Even though you know it's it's. Uh, I don't want to say it's behind us or not or get political or anything right. with, with what I say there, but uh, that only exacerbated things yeah. with with uh, people having with, with these agencies having cutbacks and things. So so what does this all mean? That means that as important as business continuity uh, is to you, your family, knowing who's the captain and having all this this ferreted out, as important it is to you, you are just a number to the court. You're just a business in a number and things can die on the vine for nine to 12 or more months uh, while they finally get around to your number. Right. And so I don't know about your business, but there's no business that I know that can survive without a captain or direction or who's the owner or what do we do for nine to 12 months, you know. Very difficult situation. Uh, morale dies. Uh, as morale dies, uh, customers, clients sense the same thing. They yep. leave. And the employees. Uh, key employees yeah, leave. It starts employees, to become right? a vicious yeah. circle, right? Yeah. So number one, you know, getting back to your question about uh, about what we do, we realize that there's these four Ds, death, disability, divorce, uh, departure, you know, this is something. What if you want to leave the business? What if your business, if you have a business partner, if they want to leave the business? If you don't have a plan set up, this can very easily lead to a dispute and and even a fight, and in the worst cases, litigation because you're trying to figure out, okay, they're leaving, uh, they want to get paid out X amount. Uh, what's the company worth? Uh, which is going to lead to how much their share is worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is where a lot of things break down. And then also if, if you or somebody dies, becomes disabled, mm. what does the compensation work like there, right? right? Because uh, uh, if you die, for example, uh, unless you have a plan set out, uh, everything you own uh, goes to, let's say you're married, goes to your spouse or your estate automatically, including your business assets. So this is something that, that shocks a lot of business owners that I talk about. Say you have a partner, uh, and, uh, and, uh, your partner passes away. You don't have anything in place. You have a new business partner. Yeah, the spouse. I, I, I do. <laughs> yeah, I right. well, we, we well, it's of course it would all go to me. This is all how we worked it out. We're two partners. Right. One of us is out of the picture, so it automatically is with the surviving partner, right? No. It's like you know that may sound like the common sense thing that would happen, but it doesn't work out that way. It doesn't work out that way. All of a sudden, you are in business with your partner spouse, who probably has no interest whatsoever right. in being your partner. The spouse just wants the Money. the the payout to right. be compensated from their deceased deceased spouse. Meanwhile, as empathetic as you may be, there you're trying to keep the business afloat because you've lost your right hand person. Right. <laughs> and sure. again, if there's no if there's no plan in place, if you haven't thought about these things, what you want to happen in these scenarios, you're talking about the perfect scenario for your business partner and your family, your spouse, to be pitted against each other in a fight. I mean, can you think of a more nightmare scenario? If I were to look at that, I would never want that to happen, but yet that is the default that is set up if you don't, if you're not proactive and get these things, these things planned out and in play. So this is all the planning that we go through and, and scenarios and questions that we go through the process. At the end of the day, we get to actual enforceable legal agreements. So what do those look like? Well, for the business, depending, and I don't want to get too technical here, Curry, you know, it a lot right. depends on whether you're a corporation, LLC, partnership, things like that. But at the end of the day, you want some type of written agreement that it, in, in the name of the agreement, don't get hung up on the name. Right. Right. It's, it's, it's what is important uh, it, what what is actually in the document, right? But for your help, what is this document typically called? Many right. times it's called a buy-sell agreement. Uh, it can be called a partnership agreement. 
It can be called an operating agreement. There's a lot of different names. So the important thing is to don't don't pay attention as much to the title, but read exactly what the provisions say. Because I've seen agreements that say they're a partnership or or, or a buy-sell agreement on top of them. And I can tell very quickly within reading them that they don't have the necessary, you know, language in there or their their glaring holds missing, uh, even though they're, it's called it says buy sell agreement in capital letters at the top. So it's really important to look and see what's in there uh, or more importantly, get your business lawyer who's experienced in this area right, to, to know it. and see what's in sure. there. Uh, an example. I've seen language in there saying, oh, if uh, if a business owner dies or becomes disabled, the business may purchase uh, insurance to help pay out that obligation so the business doesn't have to come out of pocket, out of cash flows. Okay, yeah, that language is great, but... Um, it was business Did was insurance ever purchased. Did you do it? Did right, you do exactly. it? Right. <laughs> and so this is where having cohesive communications between, uh, between and amongst your advisors right, really correct. helps, right? Because a lot of attorneys, most attorneys out there, they can draft the agreement. Um, they may be able to draft the agreement, but they don't provide the insurance. So are they connecting you with, a financial advisor or, or, or broker or somebody that provides that insurance and making sure it gets done because that is a massive risk for you that is waiting if that piece doesn't get done. It's not just, a, oh, hey, I'm going to hand the agreement off to you, talk to your own advisor to get it done. That's a way to do it, but it, you know how that's it is. That's not the most effective no. way. That's, that's why what we talked about early on is that you really need the advisors talking to each other to make sure that it's all completed and everything, every piece of it is done. Right. Then you can rest TV. Then, then it's a matter of just reviewing and moving on. So I know we're running low on time. So Len's been awesome. I know we could definitely do this all day. It's uh, <laughs> near and dear to both of our hearts. But any last words before we uh, say goodbye today? Uh, I No, it's been, it's been great being on, Kurt. And I would say the the again pulling it back the biggest enemy for businesses and and really the people you care about is procrastination on this you don't have to run the the ball all the way to make a football analogy get the ball down the field all the way allow on your team members and your your advisory board to do their own part schedule a meeting with your financial advisor with your business attorney start there and then take it step by step after. Awesome. Thanks again, Len. You're listening to Master Your Finances. Have a great day. That was this week's episode of Master Your Finances with Kurt Baker, certified financial planner professional. Tune in every Sunday at 9 a.m. to expand your knowledge in building and managing your wealth. Missed an episode? No worries. You can subscribe to a free weekly episode of Master Your Finances to listen to on your favorite podcasting platform, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. Master Your Finances is underwritten in part by Certified Wealth Management and Investment and Rider University. Rider offers continuing studies programs for adults who need flexibility. Want to add new skills to your resume? Take a continuing studies course at Rider University.